Hello, welcome to the Show Oshibeson podcast. Show Oshibeson is the lead pastor, Grace Made Christian Center, where we raise change agents. We do hope you'll be refreshed by God's word today. Happy listening. <sighs> Glory to God. Can we pray? Eternal Rock of Ages, we thank you. The King, eternal, immortal, invincible, the only wise God. We thank you, Jesus, for the privilege to see the very first day in the month of October. Thank you for sparing our lives. Thank you for our friends and our families. Thank you for your church. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, you are the head of the church. We ask to preside over this gathering this morning. No man can truly represent you except you are with him or you are with the person. So, Lord, we ask that you find expression in this place. Move through the nooks and the cranes of our hearts and our souls. Cause our hearts to be tender and receptive to your word. Do that which only you can do. Perform that surgical work. Lord, we take charge of this atmosphere. We decree, we rebuke every foul spirit in this place. In the name of Jesus, we take, take authority over the atmosphere. We decree that Jesus shall be seen, Jesus shall be exalted, and the right word, the sense word, the word for the season will come to every individual in this place. And may your life not remain the same. Thank you, Supernatural Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah. Praise God. All right, this morning I'll be speaking briefly on the power of thanksgiving. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. I think thanksgiving is one thing we undermine as believers, right? We place more emphasis on prayers than thanksgiving. We place more emphasis on probably fasting than thanksgiving. But thanksgiving is a weapon of warfare. It is a weapon of warfare. Hallelujah. I'm so excited about, you know, there's a particular, um, um, you know, book of the Bibles that I would like to, you know, share with us. But let me start here. What is Thanksgiving, right? Thanksgiving is an act of, you know, um, you know, showing gratitude for a favor, a, you know, an act of kindness that has been extended to you. So, for example, this is my phone. If I give Director Tunde my phone, he's in dire need of the phone, so I give him the phone, ideally, a normal person will say thank you, right? So, Thanksgiving is always in response to an act of kindness, right? Um, for example, I call PM on a Monday. Hey, mama, how you doing? I just called to check on you. How are you? Hey, more fine, more fine. How you doing? For the next four weeks, thank you for the other time. Thank you for checking on me. A reasonable person, right, will be thankful for everything. I mean, every act of kindness that has been extended to him. But so, um, it's so, what's the word now? It's, it's a pity that um, for our times, our season, many people have a sense of entitlement. They have a sense of entitlement and then um, they, 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 they don't see it as a sense of responsibility to be grateful. Right? And if there is anything the Lord hates, it says in Proverbs chapter 6, if I'm correct, it says the Lord ate a proud look. Right? He hates, he doesn't like, it is, it is a disdain before the Lord. Right, so Thanksgiving is an act naturally, and it's a response to 
um, a, 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 an act of kindness that has been done to you. But let us look at what scripture says about thanksgiving. Can we have um, Psalms chapter 118 this morning? Psalm 118 verse 1. We're going to be doing a lot of scripture reading this morning. Hallelujah. Are you excited this morning? Come on church, are you excited this morning? You, don't, don't be cold on me. Please help my ministry. Hallelujah. Are you excited this morning? Yes, good. Psalms 118 verse 1. The Bible says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. For he is good. Why do you give thanks to the Lord? Come on, answer me. Why do you give, give thanks to the Lord? But I thought that, you know, we had formally established that you give thanks because someone has done something for you. And that is good. But the Bible says, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. It is a give thanks to the Lord for he is good to you. So either he is good to you or he's not good to you. It is a commandment. Either you are going through the valleys, the shadow of death. The Bible says, oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. You see, the act of kindness doesn't precede the being. What I mean by that is that, so like the example that I made, now I give Director Tunde my phone as an act of kindness I take, right? This, this is good enough, right? Um, but you see, which is more greater? The phone that I've given to him or my being, my person. So we see that we celebrate the hand of the Lord, the act of God more than the person of God. We celebrate the act. We prioritize. You see people, they will come out. They will roll on the floor because it delivered. That is good. It is good. It is good in and of itself. It is good. You have to be grateful. But if primarily all you do is to celebrate the finger of God, you are missing it. Hallelujah. The Bible says, give thanks. And you need to see that David did not say, oh, give thanks to the Lord. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. I would like to see the new KJV. Because the Bible puts an exclamation mark. And what does it mean to exclaim? What is, what is exclaim? You will shout. It is, ah, oh, Christ. This, um, the, the Bible, my own Bible, all right? My own Bible puts an exclamation mark. If you look at the original rendition, there is a, is it there? Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. Case closed. Case closed. Hallelujah. For, before he enters for his end, message endures forever. He says, for he is good. Let's see Psalm 136 verse 1. Hallelujah. Psalm 136 verse 1. Hallelujah. Jesus. I know. Is that 17 minutes that I'm saying? <laughs> oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Give thanks to the Lord for his good. We give thanks to God because he is good, right? Thanksgiving is not primarily predicated on God's performance only. No. Before the performance, there is the being. So make it a priority, right? See, I understand we have troubles. I understand the nation is hard. Something happened to me yesterday. I was almost going to cry. So I was on the highland, and then I just said I should book boats down to the mainland. And then I saw eight to 10,000, 10 to 12,000. And I can't take public transport. So what I would do is maybe take shuttle sometimes. I was pained. So I eventually chose to take BRT. See, my, I was hungry. There was no seat. I had to stand in the traffic. 
I have to start, as in, see, I understand we have legitimate excuse because we are going through difficult times. But impressing a believer that, that, that has understanding will know by default that though he slays me, yet will I praise him. See, Job said, though is, many of us, the Lord is not even slain also. But he says, even if my Lord and my Savior, even if he takes a sword to cut my head, I will praise him. See, the church, the world doesn't need a, a, a Lord. The world needs a Savior. The church doesn't need a Savior. The church needs a Lord. You need to understand that as believer, you are submitted to the authority of Jesus at whatever cost it may be, whatever it is, even if it's going to cost you your life. You are submitted to the lordship of Jesus. So this Christianity is not a, it never, go through scriptures, January, I say January, Genesis to Revelation, not once did God give you a promise that life is going to be easy. Not once. He said, see, he says that in this world you shall have tribulations. So tribulation even, is even part of, a, is a, it's part of the salvation package. So it is now normal, now no normal. I mean, it is, it is, it is part of the salvation package. The Bible says, except a corn of wheat falls to the ground and dies, you believer, you have to die. The pathway to life is death. It is death. So forget dying. You are crying at the slightest. Oh, forget. You don't even know how many Shege is waiting for you in the front. So you're a soldier. It is not convenient. But what do you do? Oh, I give thanks to the Lord. For he is good. And his mercy is endured forever. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Come on, put your hands together and celebrate Jesus. Hallelujah. Please, quickly, um, give me Psalm, um, Isaiah chapter 43, verse 21. I hate the fact that that time is running. <laughs> Isaiah chapter 43 verse 1. The Bible says, The people, these people I have formed for myself. They shall what? I think I like message translation. Please give me message translation. The people I made especially for myself. A people custom made to what? You are, see, the if you are wondering what is God's will for you, it is what? You are custom made. Why did God, okay, by this scripture, we see that the reason God created humans. So what, what's the reason? To what? See, it is not to do the work in the church. No. No. As good as that is, it is to praise him. Hallelujah. So, for example, I, I, I have a dog, right? I bought a dog. Okay, let me give you this example. Sometimes in 2015, um, we love dogs so much in our family. So, I was on campus then, and then I was meant to go to, I was meant to go back home that Sunday. So, um, after service, I just got a call that um, in my daddy's house, so my dad, my brother, and then my sister, they, they, they were robbed, right, overnight, because they just moved um, not too long into the house. My dad just, you know, did a house and all. My dad was so angry. So what he did was he went out to buy dogs. So he bought Pitbull, he bought Babul, he bought Rottweiler, he bought German Shepherd, he bought Caucasian, and then he bought, I mean, we had about 13 dogs in the house. Why did he buy the dog? So that they can bark. Security purpose, right? But the day that the dog chooses not to bark, two things, two things. Is that a... We, we sell the dog for, to Calabar people. Because your natural response, the only thing reason I, it's not, 
it is not for you to come and eat my food. You have to be security conscious. The reason I bought you, because I'm a volunteer, and be backing and be backing and be backing. Who are you, a clay, to tell the potter why, what you want to do? Who are you to tell the Lord, no, this is what I want to do? The, people, the Bible says, these people have I formed for myself. They shall show forth my praise. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. So it is, it is a commandment. It is, not, it is not a suggestion. It is not an admonition. It is not an advice. It is a commandment. You owe it to the Lord to declare his praise. He did not put any condition to it. He didn't say, praise me when it is good. No. He did not what? He did not put any condition. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. One more scripture. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 and 17. Quickly. Let's run. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 and 17. Quickly. Be cheerful. No matter. Please give me the KJV or new KJV. Quickly, please. Rejoice always. Next verse. Pray without season. Next verse. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So if you are asking yourself, what is my purpose in life? What is God's will? You don't have to go to the mountains to ask for God's will. See, the problem is we look for the superficial. We are looking for the superficial. The Bible is there. What is God's will for you? So in that state of confusion, Father, I thank you. I thank you for this is your will for me. I give you thanks. Though you slay me, yet will I praise him. Oh, let everything that is within me bless the Lord. Oh, in my good times, I bless him. In the bad times, I bless him. I give him praise. Hey, glory to Jesus. I will bless the Lord at all times. This is God's will for you. I am not preaching. I'm telling you God's word. This is God's will for you. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. It is God's will for you to give thanks. Hallelujah. It's just that the primary um, um, issue with the believers is that it is obedience issue. Right? Obedience issue. We have um, one of the toughest things is to obey the Lord immediately and exactly. Immediately and exactly. It is very tough. Very tough as believers. And that's because we always have plans for ourselves. We, only have a, we always have plan B, plan C, plan D, and the likes. The Bible says in, G, in Matthew chapter 1 that the angel of the Lord appeared to, um, to, to what's it called? Joseph, please come. Sister Penel, please come quickly. Let me, let me just borrow you. I'm sorry. Now, this is Mary, right? Mary, please come here, ma'am. Hold your husband. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is Mary. This is Joseph. They've been dating for a while, right? The church, everybody knows that they've been dating. Please don't look at that, sir. <laughs> With all due respect. All right, they've been dating for a while. So he's proposed to her. We are about to get married. Pastors, I mean, everybody, we are, they are posted you. Ah, come on. Oh. And then the next thing is, ah, Kiri, she's pregnant. And he did not touch her. Oh. Ah, mad by me. What? <laughs> He did not touch her. Where did this come from? Ideally, logically, right? She's committed adultery. She's gone to, you know, like a local dog that would go outside, a female local dog. Dogs can be very funny. Go outside and you just see, ah, three months. He told me, what's happening? Right? And then he was displeased. He was displeased. How could you do this to me? How dare you? I kept myself. How dare you? 
And then he was going to put her away. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said, instructed him that this woman carries the seed. She carries the seed. And then the Bible says, and the angel gave further instructions that they should take down the child, go to Egypt, and all of these things. So he took the shame upon him. Right? Because it was a shameful thing. People could see it. He took the shame upon him to obey the Lord. Obedience is not comfortable, but it is mandatory. It is not comfortable, but it is what? Mandatory. Damn how you feel. Damn what people say. Do you care about your image or pleasing your master? Choose one. So he did, he obeyed immediately and exactly. Please come and sit down. Thank you, sir. Immediately and exactly. So I'm just tying this to say Thanksgiving. It is not negotiable. Let me give this one, one last scenario. I remember in, in see, and true, really and truly, God can be wicked sometimes. Let's be true. Let's, let's be sincere. In, in, in May 2019, I, my friend here is aware. I mean, I had to, I, go, I, I didn't have a house for like a year in Ibadan. So I got an apartment. When I was saving the money, God was there. When I bought, collected the apartment in the art of Uliole, God was there. I used thousands to paint the house. It was there. I furnished it, and three months later, I get up and go to Lagos. I was livid. How dare you do this to me? How dare you? And see, if you are going to go far with the Lord, you have to learn to forget. The Bible says, I and the son, I and the boy, the lad, will go yonder to worship. You waited for a hundred years for a child. You eventually got it, and the Lord says, go and slay that boy. PM, look at you. Piyosh came and he declared that, baby, Shiri, our baby scientist, <laughs> toss here the Lord. <laughs> you know, um, um, we are going to Mount Sina. Um, God said I should offer Charlotte. As a, <laughs> you know, I'm the pastor of the church. He's called me, and you know that God called him. You first call Pastor Femi. Pastor Reverend Victor, you call everyone. Ah, is my is my husband okay? Ah, ah, God say, God say, Pastor me, right? But the Bible says that Abraham took the boy in obedience. Was that convenient? I wept when the Lord asked, as small as it is, because I, I mean. I, I, if a lady has seen me at that point, she was not going to, if I toast her, she was not going to say yes to me. Because I was a mess. I'd, I was lean. I'd saved all my money. I wept. And do you know what? Based on the fact that you obey doesn't mean things will turn out good. Yeah. Because I was going to resume a job. I had two jobs. I was going to resume one, one more job. I was a big boy in Ibadan. Come on now. Seven, I was a big boy. And I came to Lagos. I was a pilgrim. <laughs> the first place that I stayed, they threw my property from the third floor <laughs> down. From Ireland, I got to Papalanto, even though they call it Papalanto. This is someone that has a house. Papalanto, towards um, um, Ifosongo, all those um, Bene Republic side. No, it's not Bene, but it's extreme, Sha. And from there, I went to Shagam. 
And from Shagama, I got back. To, I mean, it was not a smooth journey. And you know what? I was without a job for one year. Yes, I wept bitterly. Bitterly. But you see, the journey is too far. You can't make the best decisions for your life. You can't. No, you can't. You don't know the next five years. All you can have is, okay, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. If I do this course, blah, 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 blah. See, you do, the Lord has planned your life. He says, the plan that I have for you are good. Do you trust the Lord enough to take charge of your life? Do you? And maybe it's a testimony I'm going to share some other time because I've really not given that testimony about how I got a job and my life changed for good. I'm broke at the moment, though. Don't get me wrong. So if you want to give me money, can see me after the service. Hallelujah. But obedience is usually not convenient. But it is not what is convenient, but what is mandated. Psalms 34 verse 1 says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually, present continuum, perpetual continuum, shall be on my lips. On my lips. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Psalm 103 verse 1. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. Hallelujah. So let's move to his mercies endures forever. Psalm 118 verse 1. Bless, give thanks to the Lord for his good and his mercies endures forever. What does it mean to endure? To accommodate. To, to accommodate, child. I mean, and patiently. So God's mercies endures with man forever. His mercies is transgenerational. So for the Lord is good speaks about the nature. His mercies speak about the act of God. Give me Psalm 136 verse 1 quickly. I'm just going to read three verses and then we are done. Psalm 136 verse 1 quickly. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for his good, for his mercy and just forever. Next verse. He didn't say, okay, oh, give thanks to the God of God for his mercies and just forever. Next verse quickly. Oh, give thanks to the Lord of God. You know, he has moved from his good. He's not saying to the acts of the Lord. Give thanks to the Lord of Lords. Go, go the next verse, please. Next verse quickly. To him who alone does great wonders, the acts of God. Next verse. To him who by wisdom made the heavens. Next verse. To him who laid the, I mean, he kept on going and going, describing the acts of God. So first, you give thanks to the Lord for his good. And the next thing is, you give him praise for his act to you. His act of kindness. Because no man is deserving of God's goodness. No man. Not one. Not one. Not one. I don't care how morally upright you are. Nah. Because the matters, um, the, the kingdom, kingdom matters are highly spiritual. Highly spiritual. Highly spiritual. Hallelujah. So for his message and just forever. Um, let me just tell you quickly why. Um, what, what, um, I mean, um, um, you know, David spoke of the blessedness of the man whom the Lord doesn't impute righteousness um, is, is wrong too. In, in Romans 4, I believe, Romans 4, I think 7, it says, blessed is the man whom the Lord doesn't impute his sins, his wrongdoing. Rightfully deserving, but the Lord doesn't impute his sins to him. So give me Second Chronicles 20, quickly. Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 1. It's a familiar story. The Bible speaks of a man, a king called Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat. Now, at the time Israel was divided, we had the nation Israel and we had Judah. Judah was the least. And the Bible says three nations came together against Judah. And 
I, I really can't run through it. Let me just, I really can't read. I would have loved to read the scriptures, but let me just use my phone. The Bible says they came together and they came together and, you know, um, the, the, the king went to inquire from the Lord. And the, the, a prophet by the Spirit of the Lord declared that the battle is not yours. I want to ask you, if the Lord owns you, do you think you can fight your battles? It is my responsibility to protect my dog, to vaccinate my dog, to feed my dog. Right? It is God's responsibility to take care of the hair in your head. Down to the granular details of your life, trust the Lord. The Bible says the battle, although they had an army, even if logically speaking, the army could have not won the war, they had an army. And the Lord said, the battle is not yours. You've been fighting for months, years. That is God's word to you. Let it go. The battle is not yours to fight. It is difficult. It is not convenient. But trust in the Lord. It says, trust in the Lord and you shall be established. Believe his prophet and you shall prosper. And the Bible says, the instruction came that when they are going for the war, the they should go with praise first. Let me just give you the simplest analogy. So we are about 200 here. And we heard about 500 Boko Haram guys are coming to invade us. And Piyosh comes on stage. Thus hear the Lord God Almighty that the first line, we want to array ourselves for battle. The first people, MD, MS, Papa, yeah, you'll be in the front, right? You'll be singing praises to, who does that? Are you all right? The Bible says the Lord told them to put the singers in the battlefront. They had drums. They had cymbals. They had, you know, tambourines, trumpets. The Lord said, see, God uses, really uses the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. They leap. Imagine Papa being in the battlefront. We've even lost the battle already. We've lost the battle, right? And then what amazes me is that they didn't lift one finger. The only finger they, they, they raised was for praising the Lord. So they dance. I have seen the Lord goodness. His mercies and compassion. I have seen the Lord goodness. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Oh Lord, you have been so good. You are so good too. That was all they did. Probably the king sat down. I said, Father, I thank you. Oh, I thank you, thank you, thank you. Ha ha, glory to Jesus. Sometimes you just need to sit down. When life throws his weight at you, when he beats you left, front, right, and center, just sit down, sit down on the floor and say, Father, I thank you. Although I am agitated, I thank you. I thank you for you are good and for your mercies and just forever. I thank you, Father, for you will deliver me from the snare of the fowler. I thank you, oh Jesus. Ha ha, glory to God, hallelujah. Father, I thank you. And the Bible says, when they did that, the Lord caused a confusion amongst the three nations. They now began to fight themselves. They fought themselves. See, the Lord doesn't just deliver you from troubles. He compensates you. And listen, not in a measure. Nope. Not in a... It is, you need to understand that when you praise the Lord, He is also indebted to you. When you praise him, he's also, he cannot inhabit the praises of things he's not done. So, Father, I thank you for my marriage is settled. Trust me. 
You've given the praise. He has, he, he has to do because God cannot lie. He is not a man that he should take things that doesn't belong to him. Hallelujah. Are you with me, church? The Bible says that the Lord caused a confusion and they had great spoils to themselves. What were they singing? What were they singing? In, in verse, ah, Jesus, in verse 20. Give me verse 20. Verse 20. Was it verse 20? Go down to 20. Hey, what, did they, what, what were they singing? What were they singing? That was the only thing they were singing, though. Maybe all through the month of October, all you need to do is just be praising the Lord. People will call you mad. People will, see, on my show, Nero, Nuni, show, Nikoton, Sheni, keep praising the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. You, you would not know when it happened. You would not know at the point to which it happened. But I tell you, as the Lord liveth, it will happen in your lifetime. God is indebted to you. You need to understand that. Say with me, God is indebted. And I owe him my praise. Hallelujah. Say with me, God is good. And his mercies are just forever. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Ah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let me just wrap it up. Oh. Five points. How to walk in Thanksgiving. Or how do you know you are walking in Thanksgiving? All of these things. First is honor. Honor. And I'm going to explain. You see, some of us, we, God gives us something. At the point, it is a breakthrough for us. Right? But over time, we become so familiar with it that we now commonize the giftings of God. So God gave you that job. Let me use myself. Let me just confess my sins before the brethren. Four months, October last year, I resigned for a job, and four months I was without a job. And then the Lord gave me a job in January or February. It was a life-changing job for me at the time, right? Life-changing. It was times three of my annual income before. Times three. And three months into the job, oh, oh this job, there. Ah, I'm tired of all of these people. That we, 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 we get too familiar with the blessings of God. Naturally, we are ungrateful people. Naturally, we forget easily. We forget easily. When you've tasted goodness, you forget easily. That job, is it that divine relationship? No, don't, don't bullshit it. Don't commonize God's blessing. Even if it is 10 years later, keep appreciating that breakthrough you have. Keep appreciating it. Hallelujah. Keep appreciating it. Is it your body? See, many of us will forget that we are, our, our bodies are the temple of the Lord and the Spirit of the Lord dwells. He says, know ye not that you were bought with a price and that the Spirit of the Lord dwells in you. Even Lazarus, right, when he came out from the grave, um, from when Jesus called him forth. Some of us, I mean, four days one has been dead. Eh? Many of us, some, not many of us, if you thought we were not in grace made, some people, even Lazarus doesn't smell the way they smell. You don't take care of the temple of the Lord. I come at back, left, right, front, and center. See, the temple of the Lord, you should offer incense, use perfume, smell good. Good, I mean, and not to Rario, or not Lofinda, or those. Use perfume. Come on. Come on. So don't commonize the blessings of the Lord. Don't get familiar with it. Put in extra effort. Be deliberate. Be conscious. Hallelujah. The next is faith. Thanksgiving is a catalyst for faith. Believe me. 
it is a catalyst for faith. What do I mean? You can't give thanks to the Lord and then you do not hope. You do not have faith that it's going to happen. Naturally, he tears off faith in you to move forward. The Bible says in Romans chapter 4, speaking of Abraham, he says not being weak in faith. He did not consider the deadness of his body, but what did he do? He was giving glory to the Lord. It is insane for you to be a hundred years old and then you are giving glory to God for a child. It makes no sense. So, but instead of faith in him, he was giving glory to the Lord. Hallelujah. The next thing is contentment. You can't be thankful without being content. When you are thankful, you will be naturally, oh Father, I thank you for I am. I thank you for I know you have greater plans for me. He bets contentment for you. The next one is joy. I've got joy, joy. Listen, guys. Today is that time where you give all your praises to the Lord. Ha, I love the scripture. Give me 2 Samuel chapter 6. The Bible speaking of King David. The ark of the covenant was not with them at the time. And the Bible says when the ark was coming. The ark was coming. Hey! The Bible says it was undignified. Do you know what it means for a king to play before his servant Oh, Baraje, oh, Boshwe. I mean, he messed himself, himself up. Give me verse hey, 16, 16, please, 16, quickly, 16. This is, I would, I would like to give a word to us through the scripture. Now, the ark of the Lord came into the city, and David looked look through the window, and, and um, okay, and Michael, Saul's daughter, looked through a window and saw King David leaping. Calm down. In case you do not see it very well. King David. King David. Scepter of power. Scepter of truth. Scepter of authority. A king was leaping. Was welling before the Lord. See, learn to be undignified in the presence of God. You would never realize or get into a level of breakthrough in your lifetime. If you don't know how to be abased before the Lord, you would never, never. And now, you see, I know in this church, there are people, naturally they get angry. When this my friend is dancing, when Dr. Tony is dancing, the woman be one new. What are you? And you see, one thing I like about this young man is that he has problems in his life. Oh. Ah, he has problems in his life. But when it comes to praising the Lord, I wanted to use one word, but let me, let me respect my... See, how you know that you are truly spiritual is despite your challenges, you can move your body. You can move your body. You can move your body. Ha ha! The Bible says... David was leaping and wailing, but then there were people that were despising. One thing that will prevent you from entering your next level is offense, bitterness, envy. What has he done? He was rejoicing before the Lord. I'm just dancing. I'm mad, but I'm giving next verse. Give me next verse, 17, quickly. So they brought the hacks to the Lord and then set it in his place, blah, blah. And David offered next verse, please, quickly. There's a place I'm going to. And when David had finished, blah, blah, blah. Next verse, 19, 20, I guess. 20, 20. 
1020s, yes. And David returned to bless his household. And Michal, the daughter of Saul, came out to meet David and said, How glorious was the king of Israel today, uncovering himself today in the eyes of the maids of his servants. And as one of the base fellows, shamelessly, ha, if you don't uncover yourself in the, in the sight of the Lord, to, to whom would you? Next verse, please. Quickly, my time is up before they come and pursue me. So David said to Michal, it was before your, see, see, who chose me instead of your father? Your father was there. Why did God not choose your father? I mean, your father was king. Why did the Lord reject him? See, so he said, he said, who chose me instead of your father and all his house to appoint me ruler over the people of the house of the Lord, over Israel. Therefore, I will play music before the Lord. Before who? See. And I will even be more what? Undignified. Listen, when you are dancing today, if you have to take up your wig, although that's risky, if you have to take up your shoes, if you have to stain your dress, play before the Lord. Hallelujah. He says, I will be undignified and be humble in my own sight. To the people, I am a king. To the Lord, I am his son, his servant. So although he has put me off over you people, but I am his servant. So therefore, will I what? Humble myself. I will humble myself in his sight. The Bible says he gives grace to the humble. And he what? Just know that when they are singing and you don't dance, God is already systematically resisting you. Yes. 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 And he said, but as for the maid servant, blah, blah. Can I see the next verse? Let me see if there's anything else. Next verse. Nothing going, going, gone. All right, it's gone. So learn to play before the Lord. Hallelujah. So um, the last thing. Last thing. I have a word for someone here. Just a word. I'm done preaching. All right. I have a word for someone. Give me some 30. Um, it was so strong in my heart. I heard it. I read the scripture and it was so strong in my heart. Psalm 30 verse 3. Quickly. Verse 3. Hallelujah. Psalm 30 verse 3. Quickly. KJV. Oh Lord, you brought my soul up from the grave. You have kept me alive that I should not go down to the beat. Verse 4. Sing praise to the Lord, you saints of his. And give thanks at the remembrance of his holy name. Next verse. For his anger is but for a moment. His favor is for life. Weeping may endure for a night. But joy comes in the morning. This is the word. I heard it and then I took time to study it. The Bible says joy comes when? In the morning. When does the morning start? 12 a.m. Morning starts when it is the darkest. When it is darkest. Could it be that you are at the edge of your breakthrough? It says weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. So, you might be experiencing storm. It could be dark. See, morning also, there are dark times in the morning. But when it, when it becomes in no time, 
you begin to see the sun rise. He says, joy comes in the morning. Hallelujah. So hold on tighter. Though the devil has, though all hell has been loosed against you, though you are barren, though you are broke, though men may say that there is nothing that can come out of you, hang in there. The word of the Lord reigns supreme, reigns supreme over your circumstance. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Listen, listen. I do not care what you are going through right now. None of your challenges that you have expressed in the past, that you are currently expressing, and that all your family will express, none of them, none of them can make the word of the Lord fail. Not one. So hang in there. Don't you dare lose your grip. Let your praise be intact. Let your joy be intact. When you are weeping, keep crying. Yes, keep crying while weeping. Keep crying, keep praising, keep praising, keep praising, keep praising, keep praising, keep praising, praise him. What you are doing is you are heaping a call of fire on the devil. You are telling him, come on, is that all you have got? Is that all you have got? You are heaping a call of fire on his head. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. So hang in there. Your life would not always be like this. Trust me. Your life will... See, don't be eager to go outside of the will of God because of your present circumstances. I beg you in the name of the Lord. Because what the Lord does is permanent. Don't look for temporary solutions. Stay with the Lord. Like I shared my testimony, when, when, when I left, when, when I came to Lagos, all I was doing, I created a playlist of Don Moen and Women of Faith. I'm I kept every single day. I kept on dancing. I was crying. I was dancing. I was crying. I was dancing. When I resigned from my job and, and then life happened to me, I was crying. I will fast. I will dance. How did the job come? I did not apply you. In the middle of the night, I received a call for someone that my ancestors has never interfaced with. And he interviewed me in the middle of the night. 12.20 precisely. A week later, I resumed the job. It is not about my experiences. They are mundane. It is about you holding on to God's word. The Bible says, His word is a fire shot in my bones. Are you excited this morning? Can you give praise to Jesus? Come on, church. You can do better. If he is a king eternal, the Lord over your life, if you know that he is deserving of your praises, whether he is good to you or not, Grace Made Christian Center, lift up your voice and celebrate Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We're glad you're part of our community now and trust you are blessed by today's message. Please subscribe to the Show or Shibetsar podcast. Like and share as well. You can also find Pastor Sheung on Instagram at Sheung Oshibeso or at Gracemade NG.